0: Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak.
1: Hello, welcome. Welcome back to another edition of Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve. It's great to be with you. And on today's show, we've got Dana Wild, author of Train Your Brain, How to Build a Million-Dollar Business in Record Time. She can show you how to have the right mindset for success how to change old habits and get on the healthy path along with us right here on Juice Guru Radio. So sit back, relax, have a glass of tea, have some juice. We'll be back right after this with Dana Wild. But first, for our Earth Day edition of Juice Guru Radio, we've got some special guests.
0: Juice Guru Radio.
1: And welcome to an Earth Day edition of Juice Guru Radio. Uh, we wanted to bring on some special guests here for a quick segment with Gail Johnson and David Leonard. And hello, welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Hey, Gail and David. Hey, How you doing? Well, I, I'm just excited to have you both on and talk about some of the issues affecting the planet today. And one of them is the abundance of plastic. And I know you're offering a solution to our juice drinkers out there, smoothie drinkers. So what's going on with the uh, issue with plastic on the planet?
2: Well, uh, a lot, most of the plastic we use is all single-use plastics. In other words, we pump oil out of the ground. We make a plastic bag out of it, it goes on a truck somewhere, ends up at a store. It's used to transport whatever you bought from the check register to your car and then into your house, and then you empty the bag out, and the bag is trash. And what happens, it, it ends up in our, in our environment. Some of it ends up in landfill, but a lot of it ends up in our oceans. Uh, turtles think
0: that plastic bags are food. Yeah, I saw a statistic that said um, 100 billion plastic bags are made every year, and most of those are not, you know, less than like 1% to 2% of plastic bags, plastic water bottles are recycled. So people have this safety thing in their mind that, oh, I can just recycle it. But, you know, less than 5% plastic bottles get recycled. So it's, it's really not effective to just think you can use plastic and recycle it and the damage to the oceans, the animals. I'm sure most people have seen pictures of those baby albatross from Midway Island area with all the, you know, they're dead and they've opened up the carcass and there's all those, you know, plastic cigarette lighters, plastic straws, plastic bottle caps, and the moms are feeding them plastic and they're dying from starvation. So it's a really big issue. There's lots of information. That's why what we do is, try and educate and create awareness about this so that um, people can just think, make different choices.
2: Yeah, Annie Leonard has created a wonderful YouTube illustrating the difference between a a, a true cycle system and a linear system, which is what we have now, that things get pumped out of the ground and end up in a garbage as opposed to a a circular system where everything is truly recycled. Uh, She has... uh, a lot of good points on her on her YouTube.
1: Hey, well, it's the same kind of thing with the plastic barges that we see in the oceans, right?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, they they typically get dumped in the ocean, and there's just a huge huge detriment to the ocean, and that's why we're really involved with a lot of environmental organizations. Um, um, we just had a one in Hawaii that. We donated quite a bit of straws, and then gave them a discount that, on a lot of other products. That they, when people join the membership for that organization, it's O C E A N. It's ocean spelled out. It um, stands for something I don't recall offhand, but it's a Hawaii environmental organization, and that's what they're giving their membership: is a, a glass jar, straw, a hemp sleep carrier, and a cleaning brush as a membership. Um, to create awareness and to realize that there's so many choices available that are not going to be trashed.
1: <laughs> Great, and you know that's why we're so excited to have you on Earth Day, and for us and you, I know Earth Day is every day. And but getting now this to get this message out right now is so important. And so, can you talk about Glass Dharma and your mission and how this got started? And uh, I mean, because it was eye-opening to me when you approached me. So, sure
2: yeah i uh, we had just recently we had moved uh to this area in t- late two thousand and six and I started working for a local glass shop and I noticed that she had straws in there and that's that intrigued me Maybe that's one item that I had never thought of making out of glass uh i had been a glass blower for uh nine years previously. And just looked at it, and uh, and I thought, wow, here is the potential to help the planet. It's not just something that I can make because I can make money at. It's something that's going to help the planet, too. Uh, So that's that's where I started uh, making it
1: from there. So what are the advantages of using these straws? What's the advantage for us to use a glass straw?
0: Well, there's lots of advantages. Uh, One is that plastic itself has toxins in it, and... There's no regulations about disclosing what chemicals are in plastic. And so people hear about BPA that's an endocrine disruptor and it's not good for anybody. But they don't know that what else, you know, cuz people can say BPA free, but there might be 10 other plasticizers or things in the plastic that are detrimental. And so there's just a big unknown about the dangers of plastic in our Food in our body, and, you know, and that's part of the seafood issue. People who eat seafood, they're quite often eating um, concentrated forms of not only mercury and other toxins, but plastic. And so there's just a big issue with that health-wise, and glass straws are in, or plastic straws are in the top ten ocean debris when people do beach cleanups, so it's a huge, big trash issue. Um Our straws have a lifetime guarantee against breakage, so that's actually one of the first questions we usually get asked is, aren't they going to just break easy? And we use very durable borosilicate glass, which is the same type of glass as Pyrex is made from, and we do offer a guarantee that if it does happen to break, we will replace it for free. And we basically started the industry. We say we're the original glass straw because we're the first ones that put up a website for you know glass straws, and we decided to offer the lifetime guarantee just to get people over that hurdle of oh I why buy it I'm just going to break it, and ironically quite a few of our competitors now have to offer a lifetime guarantee just to compete with us, so we think it's a good thing, and um, they are dishwasher safe, they're microwave safe, um, they're fun, they're elegant, um, they are have wonderful medical uses we. Just yesterday I heard a story of someone with Bell's palsy that for nine months they couldn't eat anything, and they tried plastic straws and paper straws, and they just weren't um, substantial enough to hold up to the thicker smoothies that they were wanting to drink. And we've got cancer patients that use them because they get really bad sores in their mouth when they have chemo. We've got paraplegics that we do custom sizes and bins, so there's just a lot of Reasons and there's also great potential for fundraising with our straws. Well,
2: yeah, and not only that, but they're just plain cool. Once you once yeah. you start drinking with a glass straw, why would you go back to
0: plastic? Yeah, even if you're, you know, like a martini drinker, why would you ever want to use a plastic straw if you could use a, a glass one? You know,
1: uh, I've been loving my glass straws. So, how are you honoring Earth Day this year?
0: Well, this is our seventh annual Earth Day promotion. And what we're doing this year is we always want to make it educational. So what people can do, and they can still do that today, is go to our website, um, www.glassdharma.com, and they can, at the top of the homepage is a link that says 7th Annual Earth Day Giveaway. They can click on that, and they can watch a really Great um, animated video on plastic pollution, and get some education. And then we have a quiz to be taken. And once you complete the quiz, you submit your email address, and you get a coupon code for six dollars. And that will be enough to buy um, an Earth, what we have call our Earth Day straw. That's our five inch straw. But it's actually created for Earth Day because we used to throw that part away because it's the leftover of a a rod that was cut in nine-inch lengths, and we've decided, well, this is dumb to re... You know, we need to reuse, repurpose our ends so they're shorter. They're five inches, and people can get that. They're great for small mugs and juice glasses. And kids love them, too, and there's two diameters. Or you could apply the coupon code towards something else and pay the difference, and... um, so that's what we're doing. We've had probably about 5,000 people so far take the uh, quiz and get the coupon code. So it's been pretty, pretty exciting. We've had other years where we had people write letters to restaurants and ask them to develop an ask-first policy so that instead of just automatically putting a plastic straw into someone's drink that they would at least ask first or wait to be asked for a straw so we've done a lot of different things we've had people write essays, you know all kinds of stuff, but we really want the educational element, and that 's actually part of our mission is to help educate people because it's such a great educational tool because you pull out a glass straw at a restaurant and people are like, "Wow what's that or where'd you get that?" and it just it's so easy to Make a change. You know, it's not that hard to bring your own straw, bring your own bag to the grocery store, bring your own takeout container, so you don't have to use styrofoam. So it just kind of leads. We talk about the spiraling effect of thinking. You know, that wow, I could do that, and and most people don't realize plastic straws aren't even recyclable.
2: We're still at a stage to where there are so many people that we talk to that say, oh, glass straws. I'd never heard of that. And my personal goal is to run glass darma until we have at least 2% of the American public have a glass straw in their home or in their purse or their jacket. Um, and I, I figure at that point, once 2% of the people actually own a glass straw, then it would be pretty much mainstream. And, and the education won't be quite as necessary that most everybody will have heard what's going on by then.
1: Now, some people, you know, on the eco route might be using stainless steel straws. How do you feel, how do glass straws compare? Well, with the stainless
2: steel straws, uh, I think the biggest feedback, feedback we've gotten from most people is, ooh, yuck, it leaves a, an aftertaste in the water. Uh, my issue with stainless steel straws is, is every single one I've ever seen has been bent. And then right at the bend, you see all the crimps on the outside of the straw. Well, those crimps are on the inside as well. So you've got all these little tiny pockets and beans that you can't see through the straw like you can with glass. You, you, you can pretty much count on bacteria and stuff like that being harbored in, that, in the inside of that
0: elbow of the straw. Plus, they're not very elegant. They're very utilitarian. I mean, for certain, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, feel that that's safer for kids, which I can respect, um, but we do have a lot of kids that use our glass straws under supervision. So I think the main thing with this, oh, the other thing with stainless steel, I don't think I've ever, I've heard of one company in the United States, but most of the stainless steel straws are made from China, and that's a whole other issue. We've really worked hard to stay away from anything related to China. That's why we don't carry colored glass straws, because that glass only comes from China.
1: ha. Huh. Wow. Okay. So the website is glassdharma.com. That's dot com. We'll have a link under today's show notes at com as well. Um, but this promotion is today, Earth Day 2015, but this goes till the end of the month, right, to get in on
0: that? It, they can. They need to do the quiz today, and then the coupon code is good till the end of the month. They can always join our newsletter, the sign-ups on our homepage, and we always have promotions going. Uh, We put put out a monthly newsletter with different promotions that are available.
1: Well, we're excited to partner with you and make sure that all our friends of Juice Guru make sure that they have a, a glass straw when they're drinking their juice, a glass straw when they're drinking their smoothies. It's um, You know, straws are important. We don't want to stain our teeth with all the green juice we're drinking, all the teas and things like that. So this is the best way to go, and I'm excited to promote you and work with you, and eventually we'll have Juice Guru Straws with you. So thank you both for being on the show, stopping by today on Earth Day. It's just perfect. Well, thank That's you. Thank you. It's, it's been our pleasure. Okay, and we'll be back with Dana Wild in just a minute here, right here on Juice Guru Radio, our Earth Day edition right after this. Duke's Guru
2: Radio
1: Hello, and welcome back to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve, and we're so excited. We've got Dana Wild, author of Train Your Brain, How to Build a Million Dollar Business in Record Time. She's here to show us how to set our brains right, how to retrain for optimal thinking, changing old habits, and creating ultimate success. Dana, welcome to Juice Guru Radio.
3: Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here, Steve.
1: Well, this is a lot of fun, and, and I love the work you're doing with training the brain. Now, can you talk a little about this? What does it mean to train your brain, and can we really uh, create new habits?
3: Absolutely. I'll tell you, it's, it's interesting. As you know, when you talked about the title of the book, we originally wrote the book because uh, I was in the business niche. I used brain training and training my brain to build a couple of businesses very, very quickly, and so... We founded The Mind Aware and I wrote, you know, Train Your Brain, the book to really kind of get out and help people build businesses. But what we didn't expect was that after they read the material and they started implementing it, they started taking the same principles and applying it to all different parts of their life. So, you know, we've had people uh, lose weight with it. We've got a couple of testimonials on our website of people who have lost 100 pounds, lost 63 pounds. We have people use it for parenting. We have people using it for relationships or finding the love of their life. And all of these different issues, and that's when it occurred to us like, wow, okay, this is really interesting. We need to really look at this and and get this message out in a more broad way because the same principles apply no matter what you want to create in your life. If you train your brain, it's going to be really easy to get the outcomes that you want and to create the habits that you want. And I'm I'm happy to tell you a little bit about why that is, if you like.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear and love to hear your own story, Evan, because taking us back to where you were at that point of your life and knowing you were going on the entrepreneurial roller coaster, like we like to say... (laughs) <laughs> you, you.
3: Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's not. I'm not kidding you. It's not a roller coaster when you train your brain. I'll, I'll tell you what happened to me. I first learned this material myself thirty years ago. So I'm really dating myself. I was working in one of these hmm. cubicle jobs and a big major company, and the company, bless their hearts, put everybody through this forty-hour training on on the house, and it was all about the brain and how you use the brain in a more positive way to create outcomes. Well, immediately I heard this training, and I I quit the cubicle job. (laughs) So bless their hearts, thank you very much for giving me the training (laughs) that I got out of there. And I went on what I call my grand adventure. So I started doing all of these, you know, crazy different things. I published a book at 23. I, I, um, you know, went overseas, and I, I lived in all sorts of different countries, did all sorts of crazy jobs, lived out of a backpack for like 10 years, and then came back to the United States and started working in the film and video industry as a a writer and line producer and so on. And it was about that time that I fell into kind of one of these home party plan businesses, because I'd just gotten back and I really, I, you know, was newly back in the United States. And what I realized in business, as in life, everybody was teaching action and in the case of business, the how-to method of building business. So if you want to build a business, you have to pick up the phone or you have to, to work hard, you have to network people. And nobody was talking about the power of leveraging the power of your mindset. And so we have a concept in Train Your Brain we call intentional action. And what it means is feel good first, then take action. So if you get yourself in that really good-feeling, positive place, then it becomes really easy to implement the changes in your life that you want to change to take the action that you want to take. So I wrote Train Your Brain at that time. I taught it to my team. We went from zero to a million dollars in 19 months. And then after I sold that business, we replicated the same success at the Mind Aware. And I attribute 100% of it to training my brain. And, you know, other people, we now have success stories after success story of people who have also replicated the same success. And so if you think about applying this idea of intentional action to other areas, you know, how many times haven't you tried to instill a habit into your life and it feels like drudgery or it feels like, oh, and I have to do that. And it's that horrible trying to push the boulder uphill to make change happen. And we're told so often, you know, no pain, no gain. And You know, you have to force yourself to do it for a certain amount of time and it's going to happen. Well, we've just found an easier way. We've found a way to help people feel good, get excited about what they're doing, so that it gets to the point where you're so excited and you want to do it so much that you try to hold you back from doing it. You can't stop yourself from implementing that new habit. I mean, we have so many different tricks and cheats for for not only instilling the habit but doing it joyfully and willingly and and loving it, so does that make sense, Steve?
1: Right yeah, so how does this, is this similar at all to like law of attraction or subliminal um, messaging to to create new habits how, how does it compare to some of the other things we might have heard of
3: Well what what a lot of people who go through train your brain like to say is, "Oh my gosh." This is why the stuff they talk about in the secret works because I, I think what happens a lot in the motivational world and in our culture is we hear a lot of these phrases. We've gotten used to things like "what you focus on grows" or "you bring about what you think about," and all of these these sayings that they're great and awesome and true, but they're a little bit woo woo. And people are like, "Yeah, you know, are you sure?" I just what I think about it, it happens. And so, what we do in the book is we explain exactly how the brain works. Because once you understand how the brain works, now you realize why what you focus on grows. And one of the key elements that we touch on or that we talk about in depth is the reticular activating system. So the reticular activating system, it's a part of the brain that its job is to filter through everything in the world and notice or bring into your awareness anything that already matches what you have stored in your unconscious mind. So we all have beliefs about ourselves that we've repeated over and over again, and, we've, um, and we can talk a little bit more about how beliefs are started, but we all have beliefs about ourselves. And, and really, they're so ingrained, we're so used to thinking them, that we don't even think of them as beliefs anymore. We think of them as who we are. So things like, you know, I'm a procrastinator, I have a sweet tooth, Um, I'm not a morning person, I'm a bad swimmer, I'm good at art, I love animals. You know, all of these types of things, they're just who we are and they're beliefs we have about ourselves. We have beliefs about the world around us, too. And so if you think about right now in this second, wherever you are, where you can hear my voice, look around and notice all of the colors that are in your awareness and the the smells and the the sounds and the sensations that you have on your skin. Think about all of the stimuli that is around us every single second of every single day. Well, the reticular activating system's full-time job is to sort through all of that mucky-muck, sort through all of the sensations, and filter through and find and match the things that already match our unconscious mind. So if we have habits of thought habits of thinking or beliefs that sound like, um, you know, the world, it's getting more and more difficult to eat well in today's culture. Everybody, you know, there's the sad, the sad American diet. Everywhere you go out, you can't eat out if you want to eat healthy. You know, this is, things are getting worse. I'm getting fatter all the time. I'm doing all this work. I'm eating so well and I'm I'm still gaining weight. Why? Why don't I feel good? I feel so miserable. I'm so sick. I'm so It's so hard for me to do this every day. I don't have time. My kids don't like it. I can't get organic produce where I am. I mean, any kinds of habits of thought that we just go on automatic pilot and we think, our reticular activating system says, hey, no problem, Dana, I got it. I'm on the lookout for it. It's like our best friend, the little matchmaker living in our head that spends all day every day working on our behalf, and it's working on our behalf matching whatever we're thinking about and whatever we're talking about. And so that's why this is so crucial, that once you know that, now it becomes very easy to take that best friend and have it work on our behalf.
1: And this can work for pretty much anything, because I'm sure we've got friends sitting at home right now. We've got Juice Guru Certified Coaches that are trying to build a business. We've got people at home that are wanting to drink more juice, more smoothies, that want to stay the path of health. And we've got people that want to attract their soulmate. I mean, we've got it all out there, So, but this is the kind of thing that can work for anything we're trying to create in our life?
3: Yeah, Absolutely, and I can, we can actually tackle those situations head on. There really are, there are four steps to the process of implementing this. Step one is to become aware, and so what do we mean by that? Start paying attention to the thoughts you're thinking and the things you're talking about You know, we all have those situations where we catch ourselves. In fact, most people, if you ask them, you know, I wish I had an off switch for my brain. You know, that voice, that chatter that's going into bed, I lay down at night, it's still going in my head, and I wish I could just hit the off button. Well, that's the noise we want to start paying attention to. What kinds of things are we thinking about? What kinds of things are we talking about? Because when you start getting aware, step one is to get aware of it. Now you have a chance to change it. If you're not aware of it, if it's just senseless noise in the background, you're going to keep running on automatic pilot. This is why most people only experience incremental change in their lives. What happens is they, they have a belief. Let's say the belief is, um, you know, I, I have a sweet tooth or I can't get over unhealthy habits. You know, I don't eat very healthily or I, um, any of these kinds of things along this line. Well, the reticular activating system says, yep, I hear you. Great, no problem. We're going to make sure that we bring onto your radar all sorts of things that are tempting and we're going to make sure that we, you know, have your body react in a way that you're going to want to eat them. And so then we have the bad habit happen. And unfortunately, most of us just don't stop at having the bad experience. Usually what happens after that is we beat ourselves up about it and we go on and on and on over and over and over again oh my gosh, I can't believe it, I can never do it, I get started, I make some momentum, and then I fall back, and what's the matter with me, and I'm never going to get this, and this is too hard. And so we reinforce it, we work up a bunch of emotion, and we reinforce that negative idea of ourselves. We cement that idea back in our unconscious mind, back in, into our belief system. So now the reticular activating system says, no worries, we're going to match that up again. And we call this the cycle of perpetual sameness. We just go, keep going round and round and round on this, beating ourselves up, reinforcing the belief, reticular activating system matching it up, beating ourselves up, and so on and so forth. So somehow we have to wake up and we have to get aware and say, okay, I hear myself talking about that all the time. I hear myself going on and on and on about it. Of course that's not the path to success. You can't get rich by talking about how broke you are all the time. It just doesn't work that way. If you want to get rich, you must start to think a different thought. If you want to get healthy, you must start to think a different thought and talk differently. So after getting aware, step two is making a decision to change. Hear that thought, I'm never going to get this. You know, I'm never, I'm, uh, I can't make this a habit. It's too hard. I don't have time in the morning. Hear that thought and then ask yourself, is this the message I want to match? Is this the message I want my reticular activating system to match? And if not, then step three is installing the new programming. And what we mean by that is talking differently to yourself. And we have lots of good tips for how to do that, lots of good um, ways to ease yourself into new ways of thinking and new ways of talking. And then step four is feel the positive emotion. Because once you start feeling the positive emotion, now you know it's working. So think about the things that you want in your life. You know, you want health, you want to feel good, you want good habits. Which seems like the more direct path to taking positive action to getting there? Having thoughts that sound uh, like I was saying before, this is never going to work, I'm not going to get this, gosh, I'm always falling back, I I can't gain any traction, you can't get the produce here in our area, nobody wants to join me, I have to do it by myself, my husband's still eating crappy, I have to do it all by myself. Does that sound like the path to make it easy for you to take the steps you take? Or if you start thinking things like, okay, well, I may not have been successful in the past, but I, I'm willing to try again, and I like that I'm willing to try again. And I don't have to do this 100%. You know, I can just ease into it, and, and I don't care if my husband's not on board because this isn't about him. This is something I'm going to do for me, and, and I like that I'm going to start seeking out new ways of getting things. And we're so lucky to live in an age where the, we have the Internet and we can access so many different options. And I love that there's so many good resources out there, and I think I could read something positive every day and I can stay in the right mindset. And, and I just think this is the path for me and I love that I'm not going to be too hard on myself and it's going to find it easy, it's going to be easy for me to do well can you imagine how when you're thinking like that don't you just feel like oh my gosh I want to run out and buy some kale right now <laughs> you feel like yeah I can do this so this is intentional thinking that leads to intentional action
1: You're listening to Dana Wild right here on Juice Guru Radio. She's the author of Train Your Brain, How to Build a Million Dollar Business in Record Time. We'll be back to find out more about how to change old habits, create a new life with Dana right after this.
3: Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com.
1: Hello and welcome back to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve. It's great to be with you. We are still with Dana Wild, here, author of Train Your Brain. So, Dana... You've led us through three steps. So what's the fourth step to this?
3: The fourth step is feel that positive emotion. Get those juices flowing. No pun intended, but we use it all the time. I, I, it's really a good, great metaphor. Get those juices flowing. Get yourself feeling good. When you feel good, you can just take on the world, and you can intentionally feel good all the time. And we teach you how to do it. we got 20 mind experiments. We can teach you a really great technique right now for anybody who's even the biggest skeptic in the world.
1: Yeah, that would be great.
3: <laughs> okay, I'll give you one right now. This is one of my favorite ones to give people because it's so easy. Part of the, 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 I think, struggle that people have with the positive thinking movement is that they want you, you know, traditionally, not so much anymore, but traditionally, it was always about saying positive affirmations in perfect language. I am abundant. I am healthy. I am, you know, fill in the blank with any positive thing. So it's kind of that Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live kind of act. I don't know, maybe I'm dating myself, but (laughs) Ralph Rankin used to do that. I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, and doggone it, people like me. Well, most of that falls flat for many of us because we have ideas about ourselves we've had for a very long time. So... I recommend doing a transitory statement, and one of the ways to do that is with the powerful word, but. The word, but, negates anything that came before it, and it cements in the mind anything that comes after it. So, for example, let's say you've had a history of not eating healthy. You have that thought, you know, I haven't been so great in the past. You know, it's always been a struggle for me to eat healthy in the past, but things are getting better now, but I'm looking forward to a new future, but I'm making changes slowly, but I'm seeing progress every day, but I'm taking baby steps and it's working, but I'm learning from Steve and he keeps me thinking positive about it, but I'm getting all sorts of great recipes from Vegan Survivor now, right? So now do you see how that makes a shift in your feeling? When you use that word but, you really downplay that past. We actually worked with a filmmaker who was really shy, and was having trouble making his pro- getting his projects done. Well, he's not going to walk around saying I'm an extrovert. I mean, that's just silly, right and ridiculous. So he just started saying things like, "I'm shy, but I connect with the right people. But people like my style. But I'm great one on one. But I'm meeting just who I need to meet to do this project. But things are going well for me. And sure, sure enough, lo and behold, he meets somebody. So this is how it works. Does that make sense? Don't you feel better when you when you use that word but appropriately?
1: Right, yeah, there's no finality to it.
3: Exactly, exactly. And I know, um, Steve, one of the things that you and I had talked about before is I know a lot of your people, they want to instill a a daily habit, is that right?
1: Right, I mean the idea of a juice a day, the juicing habit, that's something we promote to start your day on an empty stomach with a fresh green juice is a great way to start the day, and, and making that a habit.
3: Well, I can give three tips on that that are based in brain science that are really useful for implementing that. Um, The first one, of course, we've already touched on a little bit, and that is have your self-talk shift. So be really aware and be really clear that this is happening, and it's not like you want it to happen. It's like it is happening, like you've made a shift, like you've made a decision. People make decisions every day that are turned on a dime. You know, when somebody stands up the aisle and they say, I do, I will go forth and we're married, they are making a decision in that moment to, in most cases, now I'm going to go forward and I'm going to act like a monogamous person and we're going to be, you know, in a relationship. And that's made on the spot and made on the dime. So I would say, you know, first step is, be really aware of your self-talk and start those positive affirmations. I love that I'm instilling this new habit. This is working for me. This is easy. This is easier than anything I've ever done. I love how easy it is. I, it's, I'm getting so good at planning. I love that I, I can stop so easily and pick up uh, groceries for my juices. I love that I, it puts me at the farmer's market more often. I love the smell and the colors, and there's so many choices. You know, So talk about it in a positive way, like it's a positive thing. The next thing is interrupt your – let me do the second one first. The second one is attach the habit to another routine you already have. Um, And actually, there's really good information on this in the book called The Power uh, Power of Habits, I believe is the name. And if I can, I'll get you the author and you can send it out to your people. But it's it's proven through brain science that if you can attach a habit to another habit you already have – it will become ingrained. So if you have a habit every morning of um, taking a shower, and we'll give you the third step on how to transition that, plan on the juicing habit going to come right after that. Or if you have a habit every morning of walking the dog, plan that you're going to attach the juicing habit to that immediately after, unloading the dishwasher. Whatever it is that you already have a habit of doing, That's where you're going to insert the new habit because it's much easier to insert a new habit into a string of habits you already have than to try to create a whole new routine. And then the third step is you have to find a way to interrupt the process so that you remember to insert the new habit. So let's say it's walking the dog. You're going to attach a note to the leash that when you walk the dog it says, remember, as soon as you're done, it's time for your juice. Or if you're going to do it first thing in the morning, when the alarm goes off, you're going to have the note on the alarm. Remember, before you get in the shower, it's juice time. If it's going to be after the shower, you put it on the bathroom mirror. Somehow you interrupt the process to remind you that you're adding a a new habit to that. And I'm telling you, it is just awesome how easy this works. I have created so many new habits for myself, and so have our followers, just through these three little simple steps.
1: Right, well... We'd love to hear about some of the success you've had doing this. So for yourself and for your clients, what are some of the changes that that you've uh, you know experienced yourself and witnessed aside from, obviously, you've grown a very successful business, which is amazing. Did you ever imagine that you'd be at that stage?
3: Well, I can give you a couple of really crazy changes that have happened to me that I think it'll make a lot more sense as to how this works or why it happened. So the first one is, I have instilled a daily juice habit myself using this very thing. I would put a post-it note up on the kitchen sink because that was my habit was to go in there and clean up the kitchen and so I would just attach it to that and that's how we instilled that habit probably just over, oh God, maybe might be almost two years ago now, but I think it's right around a year and a half or, or, ago-ish, let's say. But I have a story that I think you might like even better. I... Um, never weighed myself, I've never really cared about my weight so much, and one day I saw some pictures where I realized, like, oh, I don't look like myself, maybe my clothes aren't shrinking in the dryer after all, maybe I actually put some weight on, so I sure enough I weighed myself and I was like, wow, I was like 10 pounds heavier than I was used to being, and I thought, okay, well, that's odd, and so I thought, well, I'm going to start saying a mantra, I'm just going to start saying a mantra of, you know, I love my body, I love being this weight i love the you know i love that i'm so easily the same weight uh, you know x number of pounds on and on and i just started doing that for a while well time went on months passed and i went to a family reunion and people were there and somebody saw me and they said wow you look great you've lost weight what have you been doing and i said oh nothing i just started saying this mantra and i the weight came off it was so easy it was just awesome really really easy so i got in the car and my partner said why did you say that and i said what do you mean and he said, well, you told them that you lost all the weight by saying the mantra. And I said, well, I did. That's how I lost all the weight. And he said, well, don't you remember you you went on that cleanse and you did that cleanse and, you know, beginning of the year and, you you know, I said, well, I don't think I lost weight from that cleanse. I said, I didn't do it for that. I did it because I wanted to detoxify. I got rid of the toxins in my body. I didn't do that to lose weight. And he said, yeah, but then... After you went off that cleanse, remember you switched to a raw food diet? You went, you're like 80% raw? He's like, and I said, yeah, but I didn't do that to lose weight. I said, I did that because now that I got all the toxins out of my body, I wanted to keep them out of my body, so that's why I started eating like that. And he said, yeah, but then you started doing kundalini yoga. You go to kundalini yoga three times a week now. And he's like, don't, don't you think that those are the three things that made you lose the weight? And I realized as he was talking that what happens when you train your brain when you start saying those positive mantras, when you start thinking in a positive way, like, I love my body, this is, I love being healthy, I love the weight I'm at, I'm at a X number of pounds that are, are great for me, that what happens is you start making different choices because you show up as a different person. And so it had a little chuckle as he was telling me all these quote unquote changes I made because they were so far outside of my awareness because I thought I was doing Kundalini Yoga to improve my back. I thought I was doing the cleanse to get rid of the toxins. And the outcome was that it ended up matching the mantra. So that's how training your brain works. You take the intentional action because you feel better and you show up in the world as a different person.
1: So we'd love to hear what effect the daily juice had on you. Did Were there any other changes uh, that you noticed when you started having a juice a day?
3: Oh, yeah. To, we Honestly, we can't live without it now. If we ever have a day where you know, the schedule just for some weird reason doesn't permit or, you know, traveling and it's more of a challenge or we miss a day, we totally notice it. I, I think the biggest effect it's had on us is the energy level. We feel great when we start the day. We um, don't have the dip in the afternoon with the energy level. We I feel like we also, too, it just, it, it's I think it's a um, a mental benefit for me. It's even outside of physical and maybe you have some, statistics on this, but I know for myself when I have the juice, I have this sensation almost like my brain thinks more clearly, and I feel like, um, I don't know, I just feel like I can hear my body just saying, yes, thank you, (laughs) thank you for doing this. So maybe you have some stats on how it affects the brain, but I really just feel like it's, it's changed not only the way that I feel physically, but it's changed the way I feel mentally, too. Does that make sense, Steve? Is that sound really crazy and woo-woo?
1: No, and you know... There's not a lot of science, scientific studies in juicing, but anecdotally, and the people we worked with, and uh, the thousands of people that are on these programs, that is definitely something that people talk about: the clarity and the focus. Even in kids, we're seeing that. Um, just having the juice a day improve focus, a decrease in ADHD type of all, you know, all over the place or ADD, all over the place. It helps us to um, zoom. Yeah, that's why I think what you do and what I'm doing here really. What a great compliment to each other.
3: Yeah, it's real synergistic. It's funny because I was thinking as you were talking, the the way you were putting it is how I feel. It's almost like waking up when you start juicing. It's like your brain was in a fog, and it's almost like waking up and having clarity. And I, I remember telling somebody not so long after we had started that I spent so much of my time talking about the effect of the brain and your thinking on your body how it affects your health, how your thoughts affect your health, and how, how important it is to think those positive thoughts. But what happened to me with the juicing, and, and obviously some of the other dietary changes I've been talking about here, is that it got it made me realize so much how much the, the body affects the brain. When you feel good, when you are juicing and eating healthy food and moving your body, your body rewards you with better thinking and a better brain. <laughs> so it's so synergistic, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I just love it. I mean, it really is. It's, a, it's really whole living at its best and being able to, to have it all. And, and you can have it all. And, and the way that we teach to do that is just to enjoy it more, chill out, you know, worry less, make it easy, talk to yourself nicely, give yourself a break, ease into it, make it fun. You know, if you can if you can get those juices flowing literally and also mentally, it really makes it so easy to make these changes. It doesn't have to be hard or a struggle. You know, it can be great. I was talking with a naturopathic doctor a friend of mine, and she was helping a client to give up sugar. And the person was so, like, Oh my god, I got to give up sugar, you know, like oh there's no joy in my life except this sugar, you know, please don't take away my only joy that I've got. And she and I were going back and forth about kind of this idea and this talk and and one of the comments she made that I liked is she said it's funny but we never think about, you know, oh I did a great task, I want to reward myself, so I'm going to have a really nice glass of of juice you know, I'm gonna reward myself with that juice. And and ever since she said this, this is many years ago that we had this conversation, that's kind of how I feel about this food and juice now, is I feel like I'm rewarding myself. I'm rewarding myself by doing this. You know, it makes me feel like I'm treating myself well and, and kind of like that. Um, you've been a good girl, so now here you go. Here you get to eat this, <laughs> this, this wonderful salad or have this glass of juice. And I just think that that's kind of the feeling that would be nice to get out there with everybody in the culture who's making these changes.
1: I love that. So that, that, that is the mindset and what a reward it is. I mean, you can, that analogy has been made before that we are like engines or we're like a car and you, you're you only going to put good fuel in if you expect great results in your car to last a long time. And why isn't it the same for us? Why shouldn't we be putting in fresh fruits and vegetables and distilled down into, into the finest juices to really, for longevity and all these other great benefits?
3: Absolutely. And I think also, you know, the point that, that I really took away too when my friend was telling me this And and I've taken it to heart myself because we've all been guilty of habits that aren't good for us. And what's been fun about exploring this concept that she had with this person who the idea of taking away their sugar was like taking away their joy was to really examine what other things are in my life that are giving me joy. What other things can I put my attention on that bring more joy into my life? Because if we really are appreciating and implementing those things that are bringing more joy into our lives. That's the thing that brings us success. Then we don't need these other artificial things so much. I had the experience. I started working out with a personal trainer recently, and this is really new for me because, you know, I haven't necessarily done a lot of these super physical things in, in my history, this kind of thing, weightlifting and stuff like this. So I was working out with this personal trainer, and I was driving home, And I was thinking to myself, I was on such a high, and I was thinking to myself how much I just loved it and how great it was. And I had this epiphany, which is going to sound like a strange epiphany considering what I teach, but I was thinking to myself, this is what's building my business. This is what's bringing money to me. You know, every time I walk the dog and enjoy nature, every time... You know, I go outside and and rake the leaves and goof around in them. Every time I go see a movie that I just love or I get a massage, those are the things that are bringing more money to my business and bringing more money to my life. It's all synergistic and hand-in-hand. It's all about having more joy and enjoying those moments.
1: Mm, What a lesson. Some of us need to unplug a little more often.
3: Yeah, yeah. And even, you know, if you're plugged in, just know, like, I'm going to do this with joy, too. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It's really about having, being more aware and having more joy in life. And it's easy to say. It sounds so kind of um, trite, almost, you know, oh, well, just be happy. But I think when you when you start to get aware and you start to embrace, one of the things we teach and Train Your Brain is that this is about being real and authentic and moving yourself to real authentic happiness. And every single day something happens that knocks me off my center. Yesterday my Internet was out for part of the day and my computer was slow on top of it. And I was thinking to myself, you ever have those days where you just go, oh, my gosh, I want to throw this computer through the window <laughs> because it's so crazy, like how, how frustrating that is when you can't get things to do what they're, they're supposed to do. But this isn't about denying when you have those off moments. It's about being aware when you have those off moments and going, okay, well, here's the situation. You know, I'm frustrated right now. I don't like being frustrated right now. I know this isn't benefiting my life. This isn't bringing me anything I want. So my number one job is to find a way to tamper those feelings of frustration and start to feel better. That's really the only thing I've got to do is what can I do to start to shift this emotion because I can get no good results from taking action from this place.
1: You're listening to Dana Wild right here on Juice Guru Radio. Dana, I know we're running out of time here, but there's one thing I want to cover a little bit before we close out. Um, and that is, as part of Juice Guru and everything we're doing, we've got the Juice Guru Certification Program. And I know we talked about it in the past, and we just haven't had you on for a town hall meeting because I. I know how valuable it would be for our coaches to work with you so they can get that end of it. I mean, in the program we teach uh, the science and history of juicing and leading juice fast programs and we we talk about how to build a community business and online business. But I think you know what I see in a lot of the coaches going through is they need to work on their mindset on building a extremely successful business. I'm saying, you know, full-time and leave the 9 to 5 job and So before we close out, I I really want our coaches to have the opportunity to work with you. We're going to have a link for uh, one of your programs at the end of the show here, but can you talk a little about the entrepreneurial journey and changing that mindset? And then for our coaches and anyone else interested, we can give a link to uh, sign up for more information.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I can speak a lot about that and I'll keep it as brief as I can, but impactful. Most of the time when entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, Start a business, they start from a place of real excitement and this is just what I've been looking for, and this is so great, and I can't wait to do this, and this is my calling, and it's so exciting that I get to do this. And they're really in that great, positive place that they need to be in to to launch a business. Too often, the reason you get all these crazy statistics about how many businesses fail is because what happens is they go about their day, they go about their business, and they hit a little bump in the road. And when they hit that bump in the road, they quit focusing on how excited and happy they are, and they start focusing on, ooh, maybe that's a problem that I wasn't aware of. Oh, I don't know if I like that problem. Maybe that thing that person said is true. And, oh, gosh, I don't know if I like that. Well, that is a a bit of a problem. This location isn't all that great, and I never thought about that before. There isn't a lot of foot traffic here, and that's going to be a problem. And so they start taking away from that good feeling feeling and they start focusing on the issue or the problem or the negativity, the thing that might be impeding their business. And as we just learned, what you focus on grows because the reticular activating system gets busy matching up your world and making sure that all of your outside world matches your inside world. And so the more we turn our attention away from what's going right and, it, and focus our attention on any little bumps we're hitting, the more things start to spiral. And so what I tell people, if you can do nothing else, like even if you don't, uh, I know Steve's going to give you a link for a free video where you can go train your brain and all of that kind of stuff. But if you don't do any of that, if you do this one thing that I'm going to tell you now, you will meet with greater success than most of the entrepreneurs out there, and that is focus only on what's going right in your business. No matter how small it is, spend every single day talking about what's going right. Oh gosh, this happened today, and it was so great, and this happened it was so great and this happened, and it's so great, and I'm thinking about doing this, and what do you think doesn't that sound good and I'm so excited because this is coming up and we're we've got all these elements going in our favor of why we're going to be successful. Make lists of all the reasons why. What you're doing is you're in the right place at the right time with the right business, you're the right person, and, and spend 0% of your time looking at anything that is going wrong or is a bump or a hiccup or whatever it is. If you do just that, your brain will go to work and match up everything that you need. Start Get those people on the radar. Get the genius ideas. You know, when you do brain scans... Negative thoughts constrict the creative pathways in the brain. So when you're thinking negatively or focused on problems, you don't have access to creative thinking. But when you're thinking positive, when you're talking about the successes that you're having, no matter how small on a continual basis, and really meaning it, really feeling it, really getting those positive feelings going, now you have access to those really creative ideas. So that would be my biggest tip for staying the course and getting started because I'm telling you, I don't care where you're located, uh, any, where your physical location is, where your um, you know state is, what city you're in. I don't know if you're going worldwide or whatever. You are in an awesome business if you're in anything related to juicing or health or eating well. There has never, ever been a time when so many people are interested in being healthy. I've been a vegetarian for 30 years. And I cannot believe the progression that has happened in the last 30 years just with that particular movement. And now look at how conscious people are of their diets, talking about, you know, gluten-free and corn-free and GMOs. I mean, you are—you couldn't be in a better place than you're in right now. So there is nothing but success in your future. So just focus on that and focus on how all of these people are coming on board with this right now.
1: Wow. Dana Wilde, the website to get the free training. She's giving all our listeners a copy of the four-step blueprint for getting out of your own way you can find that at www.juiceguru.com forward slash Dana. Again, juiceguru.com forward slash Dana. We'll have a link up to that under our show notes at Juice Guru Radio. So you'll want to click that and get a hold of that. That's for any entrepreneur out there. Uh, anyone who's looking to get out of their own way, even just change some habits. This, uh, this free video training is for you, right? Dana.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're going to hear business analogies when you're there, but I think you can probably already tell that you can just fill in, insert the blank with any change you want to make, and you can change it with this.
1: Dana Wild, thank you so much for being on Juice Crew Radio. So much ahead. Uh, we look forward to working with you in the Juice Crew certification program. We'll talk more about that. Dana, thanks for being here today.
3: Oh, Thanks for having me. This is so fun, and I love what you do, Steve. I'm a big fan. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Me? I'm a big fan of you, Dana. So thank you for being here. Dana Wild at Juice Guru Radio. I'm Steve Prusakin. we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juicegururadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.